Welcome to Young and Adulting, a podcast of the Young Adults community at Christ Fellowship Church. Our hope is to create a safe place for authentic conversation around the ins and outs of life as we all try to navigate following Jesus in the world we live in today. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the conversation. What's up, young and adulting community? Welcome to season two of the podcast. It is season two, which means we have some new things coming for you and really excited to jump into season two and a new conversation because we've asked, what do y'all want to talk about? Right. And it seems as though every time we ask that question, the conversation around relationships comes about. So my name is Tyler. I'm joined by two of my greatest friends on the planet, uh, Pastor Carissa and Pastor Jonathan. Carissa looks after all of our young adult ministry here at Christ Fellowship, and Jonathan looks all after all of our student ministry. So we got the best of both worlds here, <laughs> the conversation around relationships. Yeah. And so we're going to jump into the conversation today. So uh, if you have a notebook, go ahead and grab it. If you're driving, don't worry about that. You can take notes later. Yeah. But we have some real questions that have come in for this conversation around relationships. And we've been taking them through social media. Um, so shameless plug, follow us, cf.youngadults on Instagram or subscribe on YouTube yeah. uh, to stay up to date and ask questions that you have. But we're gonna jump into the conversation today around relationships. So uh, we're gonna flow and see what comes out. Hey, we're gonna try <laughs> to have some conversations. Great. Uh, okay. We're gonna we're gonna jump in. So uh, first question that has come in that we're gonna go ahead and jump into is, is this great question. How do you meet someone looking for the same thing as you mm. in life? We jumped all the way in. All the way in. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Both legs. Ready or not. Here yeah. we go. Um, I think that's a great question. Yeah. I think it matters where and it matters. I think a lot of things matter with that. But I would say one of the things that our senior pastor says that I love is like, you got to find your spouse in the house. Say oh. amen again. Talk about the church, right? I think, I think understanding the place you're looking for matters and then understanding uh, maybe the lens you're looking through matters. And so understanding what exactly you are looking for, who you're looking for, what that means, what are these qualities in which you are searching after and those types of things. So, I mean, I would probably say start with the place and then also look through the lens. Yeah, I think the place does really matter, right? And if you're looking for someone that aligns with your values, make sure you're searching in the place that aligns with your values, right? And like, not to call out the bar scene, but if if that doesn't align with your vibe Mm -hmm. or or where you want to hang on Friday night, probably don't go looking there (laughs) for for your spouse or for a significant other, I think. You don't want to go there. I, I also think that um, you mentioned find your spouse in the house. Pastor Todd says it all the time. Like that it. just means like show up to church, be yep. in the places you need yep. to be in, mm-hmm. because it's 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 there that you're going to find somebody that yeah you might want to be with for exactly. the rest of your life. Serving, show up in the right places. Absolutely. Chris, you seem to be speaking out of experience here. Yeah. yeah. True. Hey, true. Hey, true. Go, true. 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 Go there. Go there. Yeah. Yeah. I um I was serving. At Christ Fellowship back in the day for mm. for a minute, it's been a minute. Um, but specifically when I was like 19 years old, I was serving in our student ministry. Shout out yeah, to serving with our middle school and high school students, and uh, we they hired this really cute guy that Hello. like I was like, man, that guy is cute. <laughs> and um, yeah, now he's my husband. His name's hey. Cole. He's amazing. And uh, and yeah, it was really just like by serving the Lord. I wasn't necessarily looking for a spouse at that point, and it was it was 
was like a year and a half before he actually became my spouse. Mm. But um, I was in the right place. Yep. And and there are wrong places, there right? Are. There are wrong places to there find are. a spouse. Um, but serving in the house of the Lord, staying planted in the church, um, that's where I found my spouse. So I would that's highly, good. highly recommend that, <laughs> serving. What I heard you say is serving in student ministry provides you with a spouse. So in, <laughs> in the notes, we're going to include there a link for you to serve in student ministry. <laughs> that's it. About. Hey, God could do it. He yeah. could do it again. Yeah, he could. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, that's uh, we're, we're in the conversation. We're there. Let's go uh, a little bit further. Now, the question uh, that's similar but a little different is, is this. Is it bad to be actively looking for someone to date or marry? So I'm actively yeah. looking for it to either date or or marry. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a healthy thing. Yeah. Um, especially if you are looking for marriage in the future, I think it's important to know what you are looking for and to be intentional with those choices. I think where we get into trouble is when it consumes our choices on a daily basis, when it yes. consumes um, significant choices in our life. I, you know, I think those are moments in which we are getting the cart before the horse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I don't see any problem with actively searching. Yeah, like it, it feels like an intentionality to me, right? Yeah. Like I'm going to intentionally find myself in places that I know I should be in and I know I would fi- I would want to find my mm-hmm. spouse in. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with being active and intentional about showing up in the right places, That's finding right. the right people in my life. And if that happens to be my, my future spouse, praise God, amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, I think there's intentionality around it. They do say that. Uh, What's up, Joel? Thirty. <laughs> hi, everyone. Hey. Thirty-nine uh, percent of people meet their significant other, their spouse, starting as a friend. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would agree. So that means there's a one in three chance. One of yeah. your friends. One of them right now. One of them right now is going to be your spouse. Thirty-nine percent. That's 39%. those are pretty good odds. Yeah. yeah. Really good. I want to know: Has that ever worked out for you guys or anyone you know? Like that they started out best friends yes. and then they became. That's yeah? my story. Is yeah. it? Yes. Yeah. Dara Tell and I it. were like we were tight. We're besties at the time. I had came back from school early. She was back to school early. We went to the same college. She was raised in Mexico. I was raised in Oklahoma, but we went to school in Dallas, and we got two or three weeks where it's like the campus is empty. So we hung out with each other and we had already known each other two years prior to. She'd, we'd gone to the same church. We'd been in the same circles. But those two weeks heightened friendship, if that makes sense. Not necessarily True. anything that was like a dating relationship, just friendship. Yep. So we yeah. got to know each other more. There was more affinity. There was more, oh, I like the exact same thing. And mm. my parents are the exact same way or you know the situations that we're going through. So I think that increased our um, affinity for each other way before it was anything that was romantic. And then it laid the foundation for something that was romantic because I wasn't grasping for what it meant to be a friend to this person I also have feelings for. But it was like, we're friends, and now the feelings have laid on top of that. And so that's the yeah. that's kind of how we became married. I love that because I think, you know, we think of like marriage as not a friendship for some reason, like mm. as if they're two completely right. separate different things. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if if marriage is anything, it's like the longest, most important friendship yes. you'll ever have in your life, right? And so I think it's a really beautiful thing that that relationship starts that way. And, and I just wonder how that could affect the way we navigate mm-hmm. um, all of our relationships, right? Not not going like, oh, this might be my spouse, this might be my spouse. Like mm-hmm. some of them might just be your friends forever, yeah. and that's yeah. great too. <laughs> but like our practice in friendship is mm-hmm. so crucial because yeah. it affects our 
it could affect our friendship forever with whoever we marry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I even think friendship is an incredible aspect of marriage, right? Like yeah. um, longevity in marriage is fueled by the friendship, the, yes. you know, what the Gottmans call the love map, which is simply that you understand the map of the world of the person that you're related to or that you're married to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know their likes, you know the things that are going on in their job at the current moment that's setting them off consistently. And all of that is just really, really healthy friendship. Right. And so that is going to be fundamental and yep. foundational to any healthy marriage anyway. That's awesome. I think about uh, just in my life. That's that's so true. Is that when uh, marriages are healthy, they're great friendships. And then, like when you have great friendships, uh, if you have single friends or you are single in, in that season, if you have two people who are, are married and are great friends, they're really easy to be around. Yeah. Without being like, I'm the third wheel. Like there was a season where I was, su- I mean, just super low. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, alone in the fields, long time for a long time. And I had mm-hmm. uh, these two friends that um, started dating and then eventually got married and they were the easiest most life-giving people to be with and so i just think it's mindful of like uh how important friendship is because friendship is inclusive it's going like hey yeah we're we're married we have a friendship but also the community's bigger we we invite you into this space and i think that's really important especially because so many young adults are are, are getting married a little bit later and so i think how we think through how are we, we friends and being friends to people who are not married is yeah. is really really great so uh let's let's keep going another question how can I be faithful in my personal walk with the Lord while being in a relationship? So not necessarily combining my faith with theirs or, or drawing on it, but how do I walk mm. that out? <clears throat> yeah, I think one of the most important quotes that was ever given to me is the most important thing that you can do in your relationship is to have a loving and thriving relationship with Jesus. It's great. And when that is going well, um, it impacts the rest of the relationships that you do have. So I think it's important that we recognize, first of all, the importance of the thriving relationship with Jesus, Mm -hmm. that your personal relationship with him is the most important thing in your life above your ministry, above spouse, above kids, above all those different things that you you may have going on work, um, future projects, all that stuff. And so when when we fuel that well, it impacts everything else. And um, as far as combining it, I think it's important for us to know that boundary between um, my uh, dating partner, their relationship with God, although can be inspired and spurred on by my relationship, cannot be um, cannot be controlled or completely held by and contingent upon my own relationship with Jesus right. and vice versa. My my relationship with God cannot be completely contingent upon that person's relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Now, can they impact each other? Can they affect each other? Absolutely. But I think that's a healthy boundary there. Yeah. And what you're speaking to is is knowing your reasons. It's, it's the willpower, right? You need to know why this is even important yeah. for you. You need to know your why. Um, John Maxwell says something way more eloquently than the way I'm about to say it, but he's like, if you don't actually have the reasons to why you do something, you probably won't consistently do it. You mm-hmm. need to count the reasons That's why great. it's important to you. Yeah. And so one, you need to know why this is important to you, why having a personal walk with the Lord is so important. And you need to know it before you're in a relationship, right? Yeah. Probably now, start now. <laughs> if you're already in a relationship, start now anyway. You know, yeah. We need to know why, but we also need way power. We've got willpower, but we also mm-hmm. need way power. You need a plan mm-hmm. 
to walk this out. It's not just enough to know you want to, to know you want to have a personal relationship with God, to know that like my relationship one day with my in my marriage is not going to be contingent on mm-hmm. how good our relationship's going or, or that my husband is going to carry the team on his back as it pertains to our prayer life or <laughs> yeah. me reading mm-hmm. the Bible. Like it's not anyone else's job to help us grow and to make us grow in our relationship mm-hmm. with God. We need a plan for ourselves. And yep. so I would just say if you're if you're single, if you're dating, if you're married, start now just mm-hmm. creating a way to live this out. Like what is your plan? What is your rhythm? What are your habits that you can go, this is on me. Nobody's responsible to make me grow my relationship with God. I am responsible. I have a way. I have a plan. I have a rhythm to do that. Yeah. Since this is the first episode of season two, uh, we are going to ask this question, this last question to every person who comes on uh, Young Adulting Podcast. And that is, what is the greatest piece of relational advice that you've been given? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've already said mine, but it was that the most important thing that I can give to my family, the single most important thing I give to my family is a loving, thriving relationship with Jesus. And then secondarily, the most important thing I can give to my kids after that is a loving, thriving relationship with my wife. And I think that's helped keep things in order for me to where, you know, if I keep those priorities straight, God does some amazing things through my life. That's great. Christian. I love it. I don't know if I would say this is the most important thing, but this okay. is something that I'm specifically learning right now and have been praying a lot with young adults that are just struggling in the area of relationships. Um, maybe maybe there's some people listening and you're like, I would love to have a relationship or even just a friendship. You know, like yeah. it's a lonely season right now for so many of us coming out of COVID and doing so many things virtually or digitally. And I would just encourage you like relationships in all forms are a gift from God. Yeah. And um, and I have specifically been praying for so many of you for God's provision in the area of relationship because mm-hmm. it has really been that for me, God's provision, His gift to me, um, just people yeah. in my life that have helped me grow in my relationship with God, have helped me learn things about myself, helped me become a better mom and friend and wife. And, and so that's my prayer for our young adults is that God would bless them with yeah. the provision of relationships in so many ways. So good. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. This has been amazing. Season two of Young and Adulting. Yeah. First episode, relationships, talking about a lot of different things. So uh, I got some pictures here and I took some notes. I hope you took some notes. <laughs> Shout out to Joel, Joel. fact checker in the back. Yeah. You are making gotcha, this guys. podcast amazing. But uh, that's a wrap. So Young and Adulting community, we love you and we will see you next time. Stay tuned for everything that's coming out. See ya. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Young and Adulting. Follow us on Instagram at cf.youngadults. And if there's a topic you'd like to talk about, we want to hear about it. Send us an email or leave a comment with your thoughts. We'll see you next time.